people, what's going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, I'm so grateful to be on here again today. It is a very, very Merry Christmas Eve. Guys, I'm bringing you this particular podcast from 500 years later. And you know what? It's a damn shame that I didn't upload this a very, 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 very long time ago. But you know what? I've just been so... no excuses. But you know what? This was in loud. So here we go, guys. This is about becoming, how to become a good conversationalist. Now... Disclaimer, I know that my, the particular person I met, <laughs> my friend Barbara, she's going to be listening to this, okay? Um, and you know what? I just believe that there are so many people out there, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you just got to know good conversational skills. Now, how did I develop this? It's always about making the other person speak. I learned this a lot through Dale Carnegie. But you know what? Here it is. Let me paint the picture. I'm going to tell you guys this story, and here it is in fruition. So, it was a Thursday, the last Thursday of the month of November. I was in Vientiane, Lao. Lao is, of course, that beautiful, no, I'm going to say, that country just north of Thailand. I hate it. You know what? And so, I had to go there to get a visa. And so, here I am, of course, a visa to come back to Thailand so I could get this, the, the, the work, all this craziness, all this craziness that I have to go through. But you know what? Here I am standing in this long, hot-ass line. Man, I'm like number 265,000, probably about 235 to be realistic. As a matter of fact, that was my number that very next day. But it was just a very, very long line. I'm just standing there, and I'm just observing all these people, right? You got the... You got the, uh, the, the sex tourist over there. You got the, you know, the crazy Russians. No offense, I love my Russians, but you got the crazy Russians over here, right? So they're over there smoking, and they got tattoos and stuff, and they're like, hey, I'm like, oh, shit. And then over here, you got, you got the little Filipinos over here. It's just a wide range of so many different cultures, backgrounds, religions, you name it. But there was a girl standing right in front of me. Now, I took notice right off the bat, Barbara, you know, I tell it like I see it. And she was standing right in front of me, you know, she's very beautiful and whatnot. I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever, I don't care. And no, no offense, hey, you guys got to keep it like that. Guys, looks don't mean a goddamn thing. No offense to Barbara, looks don't mean a goddamn thing. And so when I'm telling you this is that there are so many men that approach women in some of the most profoundly distasteful manners. And so as I'm standing there, I can't remember how many of those guys that were standing in the line that was U-turning right around. And of course, I was at that U-turn mark. They kept glancing at this girl because, of course, the beauty in her eyes. First of all, her eyes. Oh, my God. Just amazing, right? But I didn't really pay no mind. But I did see the guy in front of her turn around and he started asking her questions. And I think he said and mentioned that he was from Israel. And I'm like, dude, I've never spoken to anyone from Israel. So I'm just trying to fill out the information. So what I'm doing, I'm trying to get all the information. I'm standing back here. And so I wanted to, and I didn't really care at that time. I'm just trying to remain focused. I'm trying to read my book. You know, I'm sending offline messages because I didn't get a SIM card. All these ridiculous things that were happening around me. I honestly just wanted to get in and get out. That's all I really wanted to do. But it, I guess it just wasn't working that morning. It was I was like 235 in. So here she is standing there, and I'm like, you know what, man, I'm just going to start up a conversation because you know what, who knows how long this is going to take. Took an hour and a half, took another probably two hours the next day. But, <sighs> so what did I do? He asked her, where was she from? And I think I heard Brazil. And so, boom, there it is, niche. Number one, niche. You always have to find a niche. How can you relate to the other person? I don't give a damn if you're a man and a woman, a woman and a man. If you fall in between, it's all about the niche. How can you relate to the person? 
Because you know what? A lot of American women, no offense to my American women, a lot of American women, they love to always automatically assume that a man is trying to sleep with them. Am I right or am I not right? Tell me I'm not right. I swear. Don't do that. But you know what? I'm just trying to tell you guys from my perspective because I know how that felt. Man, I remember there were so many times out there in Australia, I tried giving free apples on a corner for a stupid-ass dental office. That's right. Arsenio, as a dental assistant, tried giving free apples on a corner for a goddamn... You know, trying to bring people in. Yeah, eat this apple and go to that dental office. The worst marketing technique I've ever been a part of in my life, period. And I remember these two girls walked by... And I was like, hey, do you want an apple? Nobody wants a goddamn apple on at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, God. So, guys, I know how it feels to be rejected. So, here I am. I'm taking, all, taking in all the information. I found the niche. What's the niche? She's Brazilian. So, why is that a niche for me? All right, to help with Australia, we're back on the topic. I'm jumping all over the place, but I got you back. All right? It's a niche market because I have an ESL podcast, which is really, really big. And with this ESL podcast, the number three... On a consistent basis is always Brazil. And I remember when I first started doing my uh, ESL podcast, there was a specific place called Belo Horizonte in the middle of Brazil that would listen to my ESL podcast. Another one was Minas. Oh, my God. Minares. I can't pronounce it. Then, of course, Sao Paulo. And then there was, um. oh, my God, there was another one. Oh, probably about two others. So I could relate to her. And so I went in. Okay, I said, you know what, yeah, you know what, let me just strike up a conversation with these two. Because, you know, you had the Israeli guy talking to the Brazilian girl. She's standing there and everything. And I'm like, you know what, man, I got to make this time go by. So let me just see how this all works. Mr. Dale Carnegie, right? So I asked her, I said, excuse me, uh, you said you're from Brazil, right? She said, yeah. I said, you know, where's Belo Horizonte? She said, it's in the, da-da-da. she gave me the location and everything. Then I gave her another one. It was the next one that's on my list. I forgot what it was. I'll probably have to check it right now. And and I said, okay, so what about this one? And she's like, oh, that's over there. She's like, how do you know these places? And I was like, okay, so I have an ESL podcast, and I have these specific people that actually listen to me in this area. Oh, damn, Colombia, Medellin. Antiquia. Oh, okay, sorry, guys. No, I was looking up. I was trying to look up something, but next thing you know... Whoa, Colombia, you are in the game. Shout out to Colombia. Okay, so anyways, um, what I'm trying to say here is I related to her. She asked me, how do you know all these places? I said, I have an ESL podcast. She said, really? I said, yeah. And then from there, I was like, you know what? Oh, I think I asked her, um, Sao Paulo. Is Sao Paulo a nice place? Because she said she's from Sao Paulo. And she's like, yeah, yeah, Sao Paulo is a really nice place. She's like, what do you like? I was like, man, I love nature. And so I can relate to her again because, of course, a lot of women like nature. So, guys, it's all about just breaking that ice in the beginning. The w- women or people in general, they don't want to feel like you are you have a hidden agenda. Whatever it is, you're kind of like that marketing ex- executive or that person that's passing out that flyer outside the store saying, Hey, come on in here. I got something for you. Here in Thailand, they have that too. They got those... No offense to my Israelis, but they got the Israelis standing over here. And, of course, he is Caucasian. He looks Caucasian. And it's very easy for Thai women to be attracted to those specific individuals. Why? Because he's Caucasian. This is, this is what it is. This is what I've seen, and this is what they talk about, okay? I'm not being blah, 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 biased or anything. These, these are straight facts. So they hurry up and go to them, and then 
Of course, they fall for him almost immediately. He gets the number. Next thing you know, sex, boom, money. So anyways, guys, what I'm trying to say here is if you have a hidden agenda like those Israelis, no offense to Israelis out here in Thailand or anyone else for that matter. If you like a girl or you're trying to get money from someone or this or that. I could pick it up real quickly. Just like the taxi drivers that are overly friendly. Hey, foreigner, where you come from? Oh, America, yes. I'm immediately saying, what's this guy trying to hustle me for? Because no one's ever that nice. It's kind of like the person that runs up to you on the motorbike and taps you on the shoulder, and then the other person is over there digging in your bag already. Welcome to China. See, guys, I'm just trying to tell you I've learned from experience. This is all I see with my eyes. Now, let's get back to the topic. How to become a good conversationalist. So, we kept talking. And I was like, you know what? What's a really good question? Of course, I'm an IELTS teacher. I'm a teacher in general. So I asked her, you know what? Where have you been? You said you're a model, right? And yes, Barbara is a model. And she's like, yeah, I'm a model and this and that. And oh, man. And so we just kept having a conversation. I'm like, you know what? I never thought I met a model. But this is one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met in my life. Her eyes, man, I was going to ask her for a trade right then and there. I was going to say, you know what, man, I will give you anything for those eyes right there. I was. I didn't ask her. But, of course, that would have been a little too flirty. I didn't want to come off like that because Barbara was cool. She was cool peoples. See, in America, we say cool peoples. We say it out there in Las Vegas. We say cool peoples. Oh, she's good peoples. You see what I mean? So the conversation kept going. She's like, man, we're going to have to stay in contact. So I gave her my WhatsApp. WhatsApp is, of course, a social media platform that people can stay connected on. And then after that, uh, she didn't message me that day. I think she had things going on. It didn't really matter. I had another interview. I had a few interviews that night, which was crazy. Um, but that next day, I saw her at, uh, what was it? I saw her at the embassy again. So basically, I gave her my WhatsApp, we exchanged details, we start, you know, sparked up the conversation, we said bye, because she got there through an agency, so she, therefore, she was able to get her visa quicker, yada, yada, yada. So, the next day I saw her again, I was like, you didn't message me on WhatsApp, she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I said, that apology is not accepted, I'm kidding. So next thing you know, I was like, oh, okay, just hit me up on WhatsApp, she's like, yeah, I'll do it right now. So, anyways, what happened is... I went to the airport, I got all my stuff after I ate at the cafe, this this delicious Australian burger, went to the airport, and then here I am, standing in line, and of course, who is it? I look over my left shoulder, we look, we glance, and it's her, and I start laughing, I was like, you didn't tell me you were taking Bangkok Airways, she's like, I did, and then next, you know, there's another Chinese guy in there just screaming. It was so funny. No offense to my Chinese. I know you guys listen to me. But they be loud, boy. I swear. It's, it was like a massacre. He's like, hey, hey. And everyone's looking. I'm laughing. She's laughing. I was like, hey, I'll talk to you after uh, we clear security and stuff like that. So after being completely harassed by the air, uh, the airport staff out there in Lao, Vientiane, uh, a country I'll never go to again for the, as long as I live. Anyways, I checked in with her. We started talking about it. She showed me a, a song that Michael Jackson did out there. And we talked about all our trials and tribulations and stuff like that and how she's become so successful and everything. And guys, we've become friends. I befriended her. No, did I have a hidden agenda? Absolutely not. I just love meeting people from all over the globe. And you know what? To be honest with you, the first ever Brazilian I've ever met, he was an asshole. But I think he was a druggie too. That was in Australia. But you know what? He was an asshole. So immediately, once you meet someone from a particular country, you 
ultimately hold that entire country responsible. No, you can't do that. You got to dig in. You got to say, you know what? I'm going to find out right here, right then. And I'm going to, I can't just, it's like me, right? If I go to Hong Kong and two immigration officers come to me and they say, ha ha, where you come from? Come here, come here, black man. I cannot hold that entire country accountable for two ignorant ass immigration officers out there. You see what I'm saying? I'm just trying to keep it real right now. So, when I met her, I was like, Brazilian, you know what? It doesn't matter what national, it doesn't, you judge a man based on character. That's exactly what Martin Luther King said. How to become a good conversationalist is making the other person talk. You want some actionable steps? I got some actionable steps. So, if you're a man, relating. How can you relate? There it is. You got to overhear a conversation. You got to see something that he or she or whatever it is he's wearing or she's wearing. If you see a guy that has like a Goldman Sachs, no, that's horrible. Horrible example because Goldman Sachs is the biggest corruption agency on the planet. But if you just see someone that you want to talk to, how can you relate to that person? If he's holding the newspaper, how easy is that? Like, oh, you know what? Hey, sir, I see that you're not looking looking at the sports section. I don't have my phone on me right now. Can I see your sports section? He's going to say, of course. I mean, what else can he say? No. I mean, unless you're in Russia. No offense to my Russians. Just saying. Just saying. I'm just trying to put things into context. So, this is one of the easiest ways you can actually do this. And I really hope that you guys take advantage of this. Because if you could somehow relate, you're in the game. Just don't be in the game with the hidden agenda. If you have a hidden agenda, you need to just ask the person straight face-to-face and say, you know what, boy, I like, oh, a woman or man, whatever you like, I like you. I'm going to take you back right now. Hey, there it is. You're going to get a slap in the face, hidden agenda, exposed. There you go. Don't have it hidden. Have the agenda out there. But if you just really want to develop some things, finding that relationship, how can you relate to the other specific individual? That's why it's very hard to relate to, of course, someone who's a flight attendant. That's why it's very hard to relate or talk to someone who is an air hostess. But you know what? Someone sitting in an airport who's holding the phone or you glance at something or this or that. Another instance was, uh, what was it? I was at the United States Embassy. And again, how to become a good conversationalist. And this was just oh, a straight up conversation with a beautiful individual. Walked into the barbershop here in Bangkok, Thailand. She was watching the Rams and the Vikings game. I said, oh, hell. And I said, uh, and it was very easy to just pick it up anyways because I heard her accent. And she was watching that game and, of course, watching NFL. Therefore, she should be American. So I said, hey, excuse me, uh, what's the score on that game? She said, oh, da 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 I said, that's a damn shame. She started laughing. She said, where are you from? I said, from Vegas. Where are you from? From Phoenix. Oh, hell. We went on to talk for 45 minutes. Guys, it's all about relating. Don't have the hidden agenda. Just be a cool individual, regardless if you're bad, your dog, you're straight, you're gay, whatever it may be. A woman, it doesn't matter. Just gotta relate and just have the other person talk. That's all conversations about. And you know what? I'm gonna keep getting into these because, again, how can you guys put this into actionable steps? Is simply by following my rules. Relating. If you're at the airport, that's the easiest way to make a conversation. If you're on the middle of the street, hey, if you want to really try to, you know, <laughs> strike up a conversation, be like, uh, excuse me, how can I get to da 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 da? 
And she might say that. And then you can crack a joke very, very quickly. Because she might say, oh, right, left, right, left. Or she might not be able to talk. And be like, and then you could just say, what? what? I don't understand. You want me to go this way? You want me to go this way? She's going to laugh. Once the laugh comes, the guards are down. This goes from the opposite race. If you're a woman, although that's a little bit scary in a lot of places. But if you're a woman and you see a man and be like, excuse me. You know what? I just had to say that you are one handsome beast. And he's going to laugh. And there it is. And then you, all you have to do is say, you know what? I have to go now. You have a wonderful day. He's going to say, but wait, but wait. And you're going to say, but what? See, guys, this works everywhere. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I really do hope you guys could take something from this podcast. Really wanted to make this. It's been in the making for literally a month. And I finally posted <laughs> I finally posted it. So, guys, again, man, I hope you can learn something from this. Take something away from this and get it going. Just don't have that hidden agenda. Just don't don't be in it for you. Be in it for them. And that's how everyone wins. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.